Hello, peeps. Welcome back to the show. I wanted to, um, I was actually driving home yesterday, and uh, on my way home, I go through a lot of farms. There's a lot of hay farms. There's a lot of sod farms. There's a lot of farming still going on out here in Arizona. And it looked beautiful, right? Just green, and the monsoon season's here, so it's it rains every other day or so. And uh, you see a bunch of clouds in the air and up in the sky, I mean, and it just looks really nice, right? But it got me thinking. It's like, how much, how much water does farming require? Because it looks so green and so nice. And I was thinking about the grass that I have at home, and we're supposed to water it at least twice a week for 30 minutes. 30 minutes is supposed to equal to one inch of water, which is what the grass needs to grow. And uh, it takes about, I think I said, 30 minutes. So in those 30 minutes, I would guess, I don't know, 15, 16 gallons or so, uh, something like that. I have no idea exactly, but pretty close. And I was like, man, I wonder if we'll ever run out of water. So I decided to look this up and I started to do some research. And I wanted to read a small article from National Geographic. This was written by some guy. His name is uh, John Higgy. This was written in August 11 of 2020, and uh, it reads something like this. Within, a li- within as little as 50 years, many regions of the United States could see their freshwater supply reduced by as much as a third, warned the scientists. Of all the freshwater basins, the channel rain and snow into the rivers from which we draw the water we rely on for everything from drinking and cooking to washing and cleaning, nearly half may be unable to meet consumers' monthly demands by 20 71. This will remain serious water shortages for Americans. Shortages won't affect only the regions we expect to be dry. Why, as many as 96 out of 204 basins in trouble. Water shortages will impact most of the United States, including the central and southern Great Plains, the, south, south, the southwest and central Rocky Mountain states, as well as the parts of California, the south, and the Midwest. And if 50 years seems like way off, the reality is much sooner. Shortages could occur in 83 basins as early as 2021 with 40 or 50 states expecting water shortages it's time to start it's time to start thinking about where our water is going so this keeps going it's about a seven minute article and it makes you wonder what the hell are we going to do with no water if we start running out of water i also read something else in a different article saying that we'll probably run out of water by 2040 if we don't change the way we utilize the water. So 2040 is about 18 years from now. So many of us might still be alive. Our kids will still be alive, hopefully. And we might run out of water. So what the hell are we going to do? What is is the plan? I think that we should start thinking of how to figure this out. A couple of of days ago, I was uh, reading this article about this man, this retired uh, military man, that de- developed this machine that produces water out of the moisture in the air. And he took it down to Flint, Michigan. For people that don't know, Flint, Michigan has a lot of problems with water. And this goes way back from, there was this big old thing going on when Obama was a president. And he went down there and supposedly was trying to fix it. And he was drinking water out of there. But it, there's conspiracy saying that that wasn't the water from there. And it's all kinds of stuff. You have to look that up so you can read up on it. But... They have a lot of problems in Flint, Michigan. So this man, this good Samaritan, decided that he was going to build this machine, and he put it inside this conix box, in this huge metal box, and he took it down to Flint, Michigan. And this machine, like I said, takes moisture out of the air, 
I think. So don't quote me on that. I, I think it takes moisture out of the air, and then it pumps out fresh water. So it has a spout outside the, the big old metal box, and a lot of people will take their gallons or whatever they had, and they'll fill it up with fresh water. So a few days later, somebody decides to go and vandalize this machine, and now the water machine is broken. So this is, this is, what, I, this is what gets me. So if we know that we're having problems, we know that we're, people need water, and why is people going out there and sabotaging shit? That's what I don't understand. Why, if somebody's trying to do something good, it doesn't affect you in any way. You're just trying to drink water. Why the hell would you go and mess up this machine, which it makes no sense? So the guy is being interviewed by some news channel, and he's saying that somebody that did this must be a trained, pro- trained professional and somebody that knows what they're doing because it is uh, not an easy machine. So this guy cut the exact, the, the correct wires that uh, the machine needed for it to work. So they destroyed this machine and it's not usable anymore. So now this guy has to figure out a way to fix it. Long story short, why the fuck are people going around and messing up and fucking up with stuff that doesn't belong to them, especially if they're doing something good? And that's what worries me. So if we do run out of water, how are people even going to act? Are we going to start robbing each other for water? What What is the plan here? I mean, we can't go out there and drink seawater. So what is the plan? We're going to wait till it rains and collect water? And are people going to be going around taking people's water and, and killing people and sabotaging their shit? I mean, it just makes no sense. When, we are, when, we're, having, when we're having trouble and there's something going on that, hey, this might work... People always try to fuck it up. For what reason? I have no idea. It just makes no sense to me why people are so stupid. You're going to need that one day. You're going to need that shit to work because we might not have any water. Now, this is just stuff that I'm reading. I'm not a scientist. I have no idea if we're ever going to run out of water. But we use a lot of water every day, making coffee, showering, watering your grass. Everything Everything requires water. We need water to stay hydrated. Our body's made out of water. It's just, there's a lot of stuff that requires water. And what are we actually going to do when we run out of water? I think I said this before a bunch of times on my podcast. During COVID-19, when it was released, people freaked out. And instead of acting rational, these people went around buying 300 million rolls of toilet paper like a bunch of idiots. Instead of knowing, hey, there's a lot more people than just us. But no, people get the opportunity to go, hey, we're just going to buy all this toilet paper and there's not going to be anything left. So then we can sell it for $15 a roll because people are going to need it. People always find a way to make money out of something when there's tragic events. Everybody knows that, including the government and all these people that are involved in all kinds of stuff that see the opportunity, that seek that opportunity to go ahead and to rip everybody off. That is the problem in this country is instead of taking care of each other, we screw each other to the maximum. Well, let's fuck everybody over. At least we have toilet paper. That is the stupidest thing that I've ever seen in my life. So you wonder why they don't tell us shit. You wonder why the government doesn't tell us anything, why there's only half of the reports and if there's aliens or not aliens or there's something coming or there's an there's just asteroid coming or whatever. Nobody tells you anything because why? Because people act like a bunch of morons. And if there was a life and death situation, people will be doing stupid shit like robbing, stealing, uh, killing people, doing stupidity. 
that is the first thing, the first reaction that people get is they panic and either they rob somebody or they want to hoard everything or they want to buy everything and screw everybody else. We got to take, I got to take care of my family. Well, guess what? It doesn't take 300 rolls of toilet paper to take care of your family. That is stupid. It doesn't, you don't have to go buy half of the grocery store for your family. There is more families in this country than just you. That is the reason why there's so many shortages. And then when this shit all ends, then people are trying to return 300 million rolls of toilet paper. And the store goes, well, you bought them. We can't return all that. So that's the stuff. That's that's my thinking. It's, man, if we run out of water, I'm sure there's a lot of smart people out there that can design machines. But what is it going to be? We're gonna They're going to design a machine that's... 20 million dollars and only a few households are going to have it and these people are going to try to rob us so that's what i mean it's like we instead of helping each other out we hurt each other it's just like it's like a an instinct of the human right that some people want to want to rob people some people want to steal from other people because for some reason they feel the need that they have to do that and that's that's going to be our problem. I think that that's going to be one of our falls for a human being for the for our human for, you know for us is we're going to we're going to start having some challenges and instead of coming up with a solution to help each other out there's going to be idiots out there doing stupid things and they're going to ruin it for everybody instead of understanding like hey we need to stop with this bull crap and we need to help each other out because we might not exist in 50 years. That's that's what worries me the most is I don't think running out of water worries me the most because, I, like I said, there's a lot of smart people. There's a lot of people that uh, scientists and and people that can develop things so we can have some water one way or another. Right. They can develop something. But it's the people. It's the, the people that are, go to an extreme to fuck everybody over. That is what worries me It's the way we rationalize when is a life and death situation. When the COVID thing hit, the first thing that I thought is, okay, we need to have enough food for us to make it a week. And then we'll think about when we're getting close, we'll think about trying to see where we can find more food just in case, buy a lot of pastas and ramen noodles and things that can easily be made that can fill you up, but that we can kind of stretch the time that we, that we have this food, right? That it doesn't go bad as fast and all kinds of stuff. And that was my rational. That was my thinking. It's like, okay, we need to have the necessities, just the necessities. We don't. I don't need to go buy the whole fucking store and put it in my house. I just need to have the necessities in order for to see what's going on and read into the news and see what's happening with this with this disease with this virus. I need to figure out what's going on. My my response wasn't holy shit. There is a there is a virus that's killing everybody. I'm gonna go fucking take all the toilet paper from the fucking store. That that never came to mind. My first, the first thing that came to mind was my family and work. You know, what are we going to do? There's If they close down work, how are we going to live? The banks are not going to stop charging us for shit. We're still going to have to pay for gas. It's not like the, the country shuts down and they're going to give us free shit. And if they do, we're going to pay for it later. That's how it works. So those are the things that I think right away. It's It's... But there's a lot of people that don't think that way. They just go nuts and they go berserk and they start you know, start going crazy. I remember I went to the store the day that they announced 
this COVID thing, right? That it was getting horribly bad. And I was inside the store and I, I was looking around and there was people running inside the store with fear running but instead of running to get food or anything like that they were running and getting toilet paper and just stupid things chips and it's like are you guys serious and they were running in fear i mean these people were crying and they were freaking out and yes not everybody can keep the same composure not everybody not everybody is calm under stress there's a lot of people that they're already they're already one string away from losing it they they can't handle normal day life and they're one step away from losing their shit. And that is the problem is we live in a country where a lot of us, a lot of people in this country are one step away from losing their shit because of everything that happens, everything that's going on is either your job or viruses or whatever it is. You don't have enough money, whatever it is. And people, people act differently. But we need to stop and think. We need to really think about what we're doing and we need to not hurt more people. We need to find a solution and I think that it's going to come down to us. I think that this, that the human race is going to come down to us. It's not going to come down to the people that can make the machines or they have the ideas for us to, to make it. It's going to come down to us on how we're going to react, on how if we're going to help each other or we're just going to screw each other. I feel like if we don't make it as humans, it's because we fucked it up for each other because we couldn't just be good people and help each other out. Instead, we're trying to fuck everybody over as much as we can. I think that that's going to that's gonna be the, the two options. Either we help each other out or we fuck each other over. And money is not going to matter anymore. If there's no fucking water, what are you going to buy with it, right? You're going to buy it all from one guy, but then what? They're going to go rob you. And I mean, it's just, if you think about it, it's all a snowball effect. It's all going to hit the, shit's going to hit the fan. And there's going to be a lot, a lot of people doing stupid things and there's not going to be no law because the police and everybody else is not going to try to try to fight crime because they're trying to survive so that those are the things that that i think about and yes it went from running out of water to an extreme right but that's true because that's the way some some people think that's the way some of us humans think is we right away freak out and we we go to the extreme i believe that we need to start doing something we need to start paying more attention to our natural resources because eventually we're supposed we're, we're going to run out. This shit's not going to last forever and there's more and more people in this world. There's more people being born, more kids being born, brought into this world and the population is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and we only have so much here in this world to keep living. So I believe that uh, if you're a good person and everybody... A lot of us have made mistakes in the past, and some of us still make mistakes once in a while, but we're human, right? But I believe that if you're a good person, that you would do the right thing, and we need more of those good people to step up. And uh, for those people that are jacked up in the head, they need to stop. They need to start thinking about how they can try to be a little bit better so we can all have a better life together, right? And this is not like a tree hugger type podcast episode this is more of hey when you start thinking about what the hell is going to happen go and read about this shit go read about the water that we might run out of water this is important we need fucking water what the hell are we going to eat dirt so we need to start thinking about shit like that we need to start being better we can do this folks so if you want to catch my episodes i am on spotify exclusively on spotify basically i have a subscription base 
platform now. So if you want to see a video, it is through subscription only. The audio will always be free. I also have a YouTube channel, Bull Talk by Joe. I usually post up 5 to 10, up to 15 minute clips of the video that is on subscription base. And also you can follow me on TikTok, Bull Talk by Joe. On Instagram, Bull Talk by Joe. And, uh, you know, I just go on there and, and like the stuff, subscribe it, share it, guys. This is the way we... This is the way we spread our word to everybody is the more people that listen to us, you know, the better, the better it is. Right. So I think I'm, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything here. Um, Twitter, of course, we'll talk by Joe. You can always send me, uh, ask for, ask for me to do different episodes, or if you want me to talk about something, you can always reach me in any of those platforms and, uh, I will be gladly, I will gladly take a, uh, look at it and see what I can talk about. And uh, see if I can make some people happy. So until next time, peace.